0: Bible show in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. I want to preach on Jesus. Jesus the servant. We hear about Jesus the healer. Jesus the savior. Jesus the deliverer. Jesus the son of God. Jesus the king of King. We, we hear all these great things. But I want to talk about today if I can on Jesus the servant. Jesus the servant. Come on somebody. Jesus the servant. Wednesday I talked about Joshua the servant and throughout this week about this month I'll be talking about different men how they served and the capacity they served and so I'm excited for that uh, that we're going to be talking about that this month and, and so I want you to see in Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2 verse 1 therefore If there any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affliction and mercy, fulfill my joy, fulfilling my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Mm. One mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambitions or conceited, but, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Look at verse 5 let this mind be in you which also is in christ jesus let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you this morning father for your presence for your power for your anointing god for your revelation speak to us father allow us to hear your word in jesus name and everybody says amen Amen. I, I, i want you to see there's so much going on here's paul and Paul is speaking to the Philippian church to help him in the hour of need and things were going on. And he's letting know the reality of unity and the reality of being in the same mind, thinking the same, believing the same, going the same direction. Amen. And he's talking about about the model of humility and of service. Bobby preached the other Wednesday on humility. Did a great job. Come on, did a great job in humility. Laid it out. And so here he's giving the the Philippian church a, a understanding of what it is to be in humility and what it is to serve and to enjoy one's purpose in doing it. To enjoy one's purpose of doing it. And I now understand these scriptures a lot more different Because he says something, he says these words, let this mind be in you, which also is in Christ. One says, let this attitude, let this attitude be there. Have the attitude of what attitude? And it begins to explain the one through four, a little bit of being, not being selfish or not being, the word I want to see here is is very intense, not being selfish, but thinking of others and not just ourselves. Because sometimes we can become people who just think about ourselves. Or sometimes we're self-driven, And so in verse six, I want to read this, says these words. Though he was God, listen to this. He did not think of equality with God as someone to cling to. This is what he's saying. He's saying, I don't think that I'm equal with God and I don't want to cling To what? What what doesn't he want to cling to? He doesn't want to cling to his privileges, nor his title, nor his position. The son of God. You got to catch what I'm saying. He said, instead, he gave up his divine privileges. Now, we're going to get into this because this is what he said. He says, though he was God, he became a servant. So he said, I gave up my divine privileges. And he took on the humble position of a servant. Some of yours says slave. And was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal or as criminals, death on a cross. Wow. I mean, I mean, oh, I, I can sit here all day with that, but I I just I, I am gonna touch on some stuff, but I, I really want. To say some things here Jesus saying I I chose this for because God called me for this but sometimes when you choose something to do you really don't know the price to pay for it how about when you want to do something I want to volunteer and then it's not what you thought it was I thought it was gonna be pitches and cream I thought it was gonna be excellent and great when we thought, oh, we opened up the kid thing, it's going to be awesome. But then you got to find out you got to register every week. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Yes, you do. Why? Because we want to be safe. We want to make sure your kids are safe. We want to make sure everything is good. So sometimes when we look at something, we don't understand there's some things that we're going to have to do for a reason and for a purpose. So I want you to see something here. Jesus says that he gave up his divine privileges. Hmm. And I love this part, to become a servant. Someone say servant. So in other words, he says, I left heaven to come to this issue of earth, the misery of earth. Let me say it like this, the condemnations and the frustrations of earth. I left, listen to this, I left heaven to come down and deal with all this that's going on. I left a throne in heaven for a cross of pain. Are, are you see what's going on here? here? Here he leaves heaven for earth, the throne for Calvary. He, he left the praises of people to the hate of others. The Bible says that he came down from earth now come on bishop really quick i want to show you something here i want to show you jesus the servant we've heard the expression on climbing the corporate ladder have you ever heard that expression how many have you ever heard that? Have you heard that expression climbing the corporate ladder wait right there one second how many have ever heard the expression on top of the world how many heard the expression? You, you, you gotta climb it to get to the top. You, 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 success is this, success is this, successes, successes this, success is this, and success is this. Anybody heard that? I'm gonna show you a picture. Now, let's see, here's Jesus. Here's a picture of Jesus when he was young. Here's Jesus. Now, if we're going to place them on the corporate ladder of success, where will we put them? Where would we put him? Where, where, where do you think Jesus would be if he was on, 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 on the ladder of success before coming down on earth? What would you think he would be? On top. Let's go. He, he, he would be on top. My man. He's good. We, we practice this. We... we Jesus would be on top, right or wrong? Jesus would be on top. He would would be on top because you got to remember Jesus is is in heaven. Jesus is the king of kings. He is a healer. He is mighty. He is great. He is excellent. But Jesus says, I I don't want to be on top. I don't want to climb up. I want to climb down. Jesus says, I don't want to climb up. I want to climb down because being down is being up and being up is being down. Because a day to the Lord is a thousand years. And a thousand years is a day to the Lord. And sometimes we misunderstand what it is to be on top. There's a lot of great, great men of great men of success. And it says, I climbed the corporate ladder all the way to the top to find out it was on the wrong building. I climbed it and I missed my vision and I missed my purpose in life. I climbed it, and I've I've heard the things that I was trying to get to. So here's a picture of Jesus, and Jesus says, I'm going to go down the ladder. I'm going to give up my privilege, my divine privilege. The word privilege simply means this. It means my benefits, my advantage, my upper hand. I'm giving up all that, and I'm coming down. I'm coming down. He says these words that that he began to come down, come down, you know. Here's Jesus. Jesus says, you know what? I'm coming down. Because I'm coming down right there. He says, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. Now, this is what I, I need you to see because it's gonna get pretty intense. <sighs> he begins to come down, and, and we hear how the Bible says in and, 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 and He was born to Mary. He says, I'm coming down, I'm coming down. I'm giving my divine purpose, I'm giving him my divine powers, I'm giving him everything, I'm giving it up. And I'm coming down. I'm coming down more because I want to be birthed to a human woman. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm gonna give birth. I'm gonna give birth to my human flesh. The Bible says what the scripture says that that, that he he, he appeared in a human form, right? A human form. So he was born into Mary. He he could have been born into kingship, he could have been born into some of the, the greatest people in the world. But he was born to Mary, who was going to get married, and all of a sudden she has a bump now. So Jesus was literally born a ghetto baby. He was born a welfare baby. He was born in the neighborhood. He, he, come on, he was... That, <laughs> you don't hear me, though. He says, I'm coming down, coming down, coming down some more. He says, I'm coming lower. I'm getting lower. He says, because I have it in my mind. I have it in my mind that I'm giving up my privilege And my position to become a servant. Come on somebody, to become a servant. And sometimes what happens is sometimes we think we're beyond servanthood. Sometimes we think, well, you know what, I'm already up here. I don't have to serve. I'm good. And Jesus says, no, no, I'm coming down. I'm coming down because I'm about to go up. I'm coming down the ladder. I'm coming down this ladder. Everybody so far? He comes down the ladder to take on the flesh. Which means to take on the nature of limitations, issues, and struggles, and temptations. He began to climb down the ladder, come down more down the ladder. And here he comes coming more down the ladder. Here he comes more down the ladder. And now, now he comes down and now he's born to have all our issues. Our struggles, our temptations, our attacks, they come in human form. Into a woman who had nothing. To be born in a place, in a measure that was horrifying. Some of you wouldn't even want to do that. He took the lowest position, but he didn't stop there. He says, I got to go any lower. I got to go lower. Someone say lower. lower. It's like, what, what lower do you have to do? What lower? And the Lord says, he humbled himself to obedience to God to die a criminal death on a cross. Wow. The Bible says obedient even, someone say to death. So his ultimate task of glorious achievement was to die on a cross. To die on the cross. To die. He went from there to there. Church. Every successful person you could ask in the world wouldn't want that further ending. But he gave up the privileges on heavens, some say, to serve. To serve, to serve him, to serve you, to serve me, to serve others. And here's the picture of Jesus. And Jesus says, I, I, didn't come to, I didn't come to be served, but I came to what? Serve. And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, it, it says, that, It says anyone who's hung on a tree is cursed by God. That's Deuteronomy, also Deuteronomy 21 to 23. So understand the culture in Jesus' days. Anyone who, who would die on the cross was despised, was despicable. He said, I'm going all the way to the rock bottom because I'm here to serve even on my way out. Come on, somebody, even on my way out, I'm here to serve. The very nature of Jesus left the privilege to the cross all the way down. The thing that he had a struggle with, church, and the biggest struggle that there was out there was he had to begin to get the people to change their minds. We had to learn to change our minds. And here's Christ, and Christ, the picture of serving. And while he's serving, and while he's doing this, he's dealing with his disciples now. He's dealing, he, he's dealing with disciples. He's dealing with these people. You got to remember that he, he's, he's serving them. He's loving them. And they still don't get it. He still don't catch it. He positioned himself at the lowest position. Someone say to serve. Now Jesus is gathering his community, his, his disciples, his men. Listen to this. This is a funny thing. And this is what I need you to catch. All of a sudden, there they go again. Here's, here comes mom because mom is too much. You know moms are too much. Anybody got a mom here? Jesus is dealing with his disciples and he's dealing with them and talking to them and he's putting stuff in them and and we see here in Matthew chapter 20, go to Matthew chapter 20. So we 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 catch it in in, in the Philippians how he's coming down, gave up his privileges, gave everything up to come to serve, because to die on the cross, he put himself in the lowest point to serve. To serve, to let them know. Look, it's not about me, but it's about Jesus. And when He came down, He never—this is the key. He never compromised God. He never compromised the purpose. He never compromised what He was doing. And so now He's dealing with disciples. Now He's raising disciples, and now He's got disciples with them, and He's got people with them, and they're gathering with Him. And it says in 20 of Matthew 20. And then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her son, kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, grant these two sons of mine. These two sons of mine. Come on, somebody. These two sons of mine. What he she say? They may sit one on your right and one on the other left and in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm drinking? He he, he begins to lay it down. Listen to it. Oh, you got to see this. My cup that I baptized, the baptism that I am baptizing with you to sit on my right hand and on the left hand, it's not mine to give, but it's for those whom it is prepared by my father. And when the 10 heard it, they were greatly displeased with his two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and he said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles, Lord over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be a servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be a slave. Just as a son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give him a life a ransom for them. And here's Jesus, he says, man, don't you see the position that I'm in? Don't you see where I'm at and you want to come and you're going to tell me put him in the right and put him on the left? He says, oh, you don't know. You're asking to come down and give up everything you got. To put yourself in this position, to put yourself in a low position, nothing less but in this position because this position and people think this position is a horrible position. It's not a horrible position. It's a great position. It's a beautiful position. It's a position to serve because Jesus came to serve his God, to serve God and to serve the ministry and to serve people. And he's telling them, you're going you're gonna to have to fight your mindset. You're going to have to fight. Your emotions and your feelings and what society thinks success is and what people think I'm being on top of the world is. You're going to have to fight all these feelings because some people don't want to serve. Not talk about serving God, but are talking about serving people. Sometimes it feels like, oh, how can I do this? God says, yes, you can. It's the greatest position you can be. It's in the greatest place you can be. He says, can you drink this cup? Because this cup is going to strip you. Reminds me of a story of a young guy who was in college, and, and he, he's going to get his 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 business degree and all these great things, and and he goes across the world and he in the meeting this this great philosopher, and he got caught up with this philosopher. This guy was climbing the corporate ladder. He was always doing great things. He was man. He was ambitious. He was going and going and going and going, being top of his class, first in everything, just going, 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 wanted to do it one, going, 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 going. So he meets this philosopher around the world and the philosopher begins to tell him about stuff and tells him, you know, you can't do that no more. You need to have peace and you need to have this and you need to have joy in your life and you need to understand you can't be always doing all these things. And, and he becomes part of his group and he goes in his group and in six months he calls his mom. His mom, I, I, I flunked out of college, I'm leaving college, and doing. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not doing all that no more. I, I'm just, I'm just going to chase my purpose, my dreams. I'm tired of being ambitious. I'm tired of doing all this stuff. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, number, I'm the number two student. I've been here six months. Give me three more months and I'll be number one. No, you missed it. He changed his position, but he never changed his mindset. He never changed his mindset. Some of us, we might, we might change certain things, but sometimes we need to change our minds. We need to change the way we're thinking. It's not a bad thing. This is a good place. This is a great place. This is a mighty place. That's why I'm grateful for all the greeters and ushers and teachers and worship team and all the people behind the scenes because volunteers, servanthood, servanthood makes a difference. The more we serve, the more we can do. And Jesus was getting his disciples to understand that, hey, it's not beneath you it's not beneath you because if you want to be great man serve if you want to be great serve man If you want to be mighty serve you know that all i did was serve when i got saved i had I had to get all that mexicano out of me all that pride and all that oh, God, oh no oh no you know it, it had to it was coming out of me all coming out of me all that pride come on give him a great clap thank you bishop thank you amen I had to get it out of me. And all of a sudden, then I started serving, and I was just serving. I was serving, and everything I did, I was serving. I was cleaning the toilets. I was doing the teachers. I was doing the usher. I was doing the greeting all the time. I was doing the sound. I was a sound man. When my wife walked in, I was a sound man. That's why she said, hey, hey, man. I'll tell you, all these things, I was doing this. After church, everybody was gone. I was serving. I was serving. Everybody looked at me like I was. everybody was gone. Hey, see you tonight. And I'm like, yeah, I'll see you tonight, sucker. I'm doing all, doing everything, serving, 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 going and cutting my pastor's grass, cutting his grass, cleaning his car, just going, 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 whatever he needed. I would go, I would go, I would go, He wouldn't even call me. I would show up with the lumber. Just doing this, serving, 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 whatever you need, pastor. Yes, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do Serving, 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 serving. And then one day, one day, he looked and he says, hey, I need help here, Edgy. And I'm like, hey? You want me to preach? I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got. I ain't got nothing. What am, I, what am I gonna tell all these people? Some of them are as, as old as their cars. How am I gonna tell these people, man? They got dogs and cats older than me. What am I gonna tell these people? Nineteen years old, man. Nineteen years old started preaching. Come on, nineteen years old. Then he started sending me out to different churches. I would go to, I would go to the, uh, well, Pastor Weddle for every Sunday out there to preach for him. I would go to Louis church out there to preach for him. I would go to all places he would send me to Texas. And I'm like, who am I to go? But just because I was serving, because servanthood opens up doors for you. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, a servant is this. A servant is one who serves. Wow. Heavy revelation. One who puts himself aside. One who thinks of others. One who finishes the job. Mm. You want to know when you really have a servant's heart? Anybody want to know? Anybody really want? Who thinks they have a servant's heart? Let's have a servant's heart. Okay, one, okay. Okay, good. Got one. You want, to know when you, you want to know how to get tested if you have a servant's heart? And you get treated like a slave. How <laughs> like, you got to do this, you got to do that. I, I, my pastor would tell me, man, we'd be doing all this stuff all day. He goes, I need you to finish. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be going and going and going. But you know what he was doing? That was cutting things off of me. God was giving me words. Man, it, you know that I heard more God in my brokenness than I did in my good times? I heard God more when I was going through the hits and attacks and hell and tired and stressed out. I heard more God then than I was with, praise the Lord. I tell you, I, I I've heard, if I can rate one through 10 in my good times of hearing God was probably maybe at two, three. Because yeah, I'm, I'm in the glory, what else do I need to do? But when I'm going through it, maybe like a nine or a 10, I would hear God's voice, it would be louder. And as loud as God's voice was, the devil's voice was louder. So here's the picture of Jesus, and, and, he, and he's showing them, no, 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 If this is the position you need to be in. This is the place you need to be in. Huh. An argument broke out, and the disciples were tripping, man. They was like, oh, what's the heck? Here we are all together, and what's going on here? Because the, the rule in the world is, let's rule over people. I know when I got saved, I, I wanted to, to be a leader because I wanted to tell people what to do. Oh, you don't hear me though. Then I found out that's not what leadership is. I tried to find out it's a servanthood, serving, loving people, talking to people, you know. A guy told me one time, I want to do what you're doing. I said, no, you don't. I don't even want to do it. No, you don't. Because what did Jesus say? He goes, Lord, let this cup ask for me. But he knew what he had to do, and it cost him. Come on, somebody, it cost him. Now I love it. I love it. I love what I'm doing. I love, what, I love my church. I love what God's doing here. I love you guys. Come on, I love you guys. Amen. I'm jumping over some stuff for the sake of time. But Jesus came down, guys. Yes. He, he came down to go up. A lot of us, we go up to come down. You know that the hardest thing for a lot of pastors, a lot of leaders, a lot of people, is we don't know how to handle success. We're good in suffering, but we don't know how to handle success. We don't know how to handle money. We don't know how to handle all these blessings. And so we them we, we and we blow them. God gives you you get a good job and you you just stop going to church now. You start you don't even go to church no more. God, God, God gave you that job. You can't even handle that success that God gave you. You, you You gotta listen to what I'm saying. And so then God's gotta knock your butt all the way down again. Instead of you climbing down. And then now how are you gonna climb it again? Are you gonna climb it as a servant? Because now Jesus got off the floor again. Where's Ray at? and he began to climb the ladder again different and he was showing them how to climb the ladder right how to climb it right how to do it do it as a servant do come on somebody do it as a servant i've seen a lot of people and a lot of pastors and a lot of leaders a lot of church members miss it because they got a little success now they were working now they're a manager and now, I prayed for you to get management. I've been praying for you guys for years to become a manager, to get businesses. That's why I'm praying for you guys. And you don't know how to use it right. I'll listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I want you to be successful. I want you to be powerful. But not to extent that you lose your calling and your purpose. I'd rather pray that you lose everything so you can be in church again. If you like that, let me know. I'll pray for you that right now. I'll do it. I'll do it. Believe me, I'll do it. I told my son, you're driving too fast. I'm going pray you get a ticket. And I'm going pray you get a lot of tickets to take your, 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 your license from you. And so he got three tickets already. I said, drive again. He goes, don't, don't pray. I go, I'll, believe me, when you, get on, when you get on my list and I'm going to pray for you, I will pray for you. And believe me, God does here. As much as he does good, he, he'll listen to me when I say, Lord, I'm not covering them no more. Deal with them how you want to. I'm not going to cover people's sin you hound dog from heaven, get them. This is the Holy Ghost. So, don't get me mad. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Where do you go? You? Get rid of Jesus. So now he's going to teach his disciples and while he's talking to them and dealing with them to climb the ladder of success, but through servanthood. Becoming great through it. Now, that top is now the bottom. Now the bottom is the what? The top. And so now he's, he's climbing in. And, and this is the thing that gets me. And I need you guys to see this, please. Very important, guys. He says something that scares me. And I, 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 I need to say, I need, I need to do it. Let me, let, me, let me close it up here. It's in... um. Let me draw my scripture really quick. I think I to write my scripture down. I think it's in Luke. Amen. This is what happens when you throw your papers around. There we go. Luke chapter 9. I missed the whole thing. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 9. Because I'm trying to keep you, those that are watching this live, I'm trying to do this for you. To tell you the end of the sermon, everybody's saying. So sometimes you don't have to watch it. Luke chapter nine. Luke chapter nine. Go to Luke chapter nine really quick. And this is—I mean, this is—this is the bottom line to everything. When you have it, say "Amen." Wow. Luke chapter nine. The Bible says in verse—was it forty-six? Verse forty-six and despite arose among them which would be great and Jesus perceived though in his heart took a little child sent him by him and he said to them whoever receives this little child of mine my name receive him whoever receives me receives him whoever sent me for he who is less among you will be great kids have the mindset of serving them you tell them go get this, they run to get it, go get it, get, get it, get it you can even tell them I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count, go get it, and they run they start telling how long, how fast did I take their hearts is to please you it's, it's, they want your love they want your love and he's saying, get the heart of a child and receive me like a child the love, the love, then he goes on the Bible says, and I, I can't find my scripture, but I, I'm sorry it talks about when he, Jesus watched the feet of disciples find that scripture for me, sweetheart I don't know where I left it at now Peter said he's in verse, let's start at verse 1 now before the feast of the Passover when Jesus knew that the hour had come that he should depart from, his, from this world to the Father having loved his own who would of this world he loved them to the end and supper being ended the devil having already put in the heart of Judas Iscariot Simon son to betray him Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things unto his hands that he had gone, come from God and was going to God. Rose from the supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that he poured water onto a base and began to wash the disciples' feet and wiped them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What am I doing? What am I doing? You do not understand what I'm doing, you don't understand. But you will after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash your feet, I have no part with me. He starts tripping. He's tripping. He's mad, Man, man, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. He goes, Hey, if you're not, know, don't let me wash your feet. I won't let you do it. And having dipped, I'm right. Number nine, thank you. Simon, Peter said to him, Lord, do not feed only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, He who is bath needs only to wash his feet but is completely clean, and you are clean, but all of you. For he knew that it would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, took up his garments, and sat down again. This is, this, here he goes. And he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Wow, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, also ought to wash one another's feet. I mean, serve each other. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. More surely I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is, who sent is greater than he who sent me. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Wow. Wow. He says, if you know this, and you call me teacher, and you see who I am, and you're telling me this is who I am, he says, then then understand this. He says, I was sent by God, and I'm not greater than him, and, and you're not greater than me, but I'm here to tell you, if you do the servanthood of what I'm teaching you, you'll be blessed. Come on, somebody. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. And as you climb... As you climb, and as you climb, you're seeing something take place. You're just serving because you learn and you understand it. And you're helping in the usher, in the greeting with the children. You're helping in the ministry because you're serving God and you're serving ministry. You're serving God and you're serving the ministry. And you're you're making a big difference. You're making a big difference. You're making a big difference, he says, because that's what I came to do. Because I left the position of privilege. fellow brothers. Loving each other. Loving the ministry while loving God. Come on, somebody. Loving the ministry while loving God, loving God while loving the ministry. Sometimes God has to deprogram our mindset so that when we get our success, we can hold on to it. We can keep it. When God gives you a wife, you do know, God gives you a business, you don't lose it. When God gives you in a high position, you don't lose it. You don't, you don't go. It don't go to your head. Why? Cause I know God called us to serve. Some of you have gifts and talents that God wants us to use. Now, you would not. People, listen to me. Make yourself available to say, you know what? I'll do whatever. That's what I want to do. But the Lord, use me for anything. Sometimes God will move us around for a reason. I learned everything in the church. That's why I think the Lord made me a pastor. I learned everything. I learned everything. how will do everything in the church. I learned everything. I learned. I learned how to. How to in, do this do this, all these different things the sound the the, the the worship everything the kids the how the record everything I'm like why are you doing everything Let me just set it up right now. With expectations and all this stuff, let me serve. Let me serve. Let me give up all the privileges. Let me give all that up. Let me serve. 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 Amen. I want to pray. I want to pray for you. Every head bowed, every hand And you're here this morning. You say, Pastor. told them now I want you to show me that and I'm going to get the leaders. Because a lot of times, this is what the church does. The people who are in position sometimes something just want to do it themselves. Stop thinking you can do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. We need more volunteers. More servants. More servants. More servants. Come on. More servants. More servants. New servants. New servants. Cause revival or breakthrough, Lord use us, use me, use them, God. Let us see, Father God, Lord Jesus, that there's nothing beneath us, God. That we can do anything in the ministry, God. That You can take us higher and higher, God, because we have a. Strong